You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Vegas After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Vegas After Show. Good evening, AfterBuzzers. It is the 10th episode of the first season of CBS's Vegas. Estento. Estento is the episode. Woo! Bingers for doing, and that's what we're doing tonight. I'm your host, Thaddeus Massey, and joining me this evening are the two distinguished gentlemen across from me are Nick Perdue, Bam Erickson. Nick Perdue and Bam Erickson doesn't get any better than that. We're going to miss Alex Salem tonight. He couldn't make it. He's on set doing bigger and better. I can't say better and or bigger, but he's doing <laughs> doing he's, great he's, things. He's doing That's things. He's, he's doing, doing he's doing, doing good things yeah, on exactly. set. He, he's doing good stuffuses. Not what we're doing. He's, go, he's but doing, he's doing good. He's stuff. doing good stuffuses. I wonder if he has his his mustache that he had rocked last week. <sighs> Alex, are you wearing it? I'm not sure. Bam did come with his beard. <laughs> Not sure if you have your mustache still. <laughs> Bam anyway, has, has enough beard and mustache for everybody yo, on the panel. So it's been what? Uh, th- this episode, I- I'm starting to figure something out here with the Vegas uh, show on CBS. The whodunits is really never going to be about the whodunits. They tried to, the writers tried to like relate the whodunits to the Savoy, but obviously you can't do that every week. And have a 20-something episode season without their coming, their, the Savino and Lamb coming to butting heads in a severe way yeah. um, somewhere amongst the season. So they have to play this out and pace this out amongst the duration uh, or the life of the show. Uh, so the whodunits always seem to bring out something personal mm. That tends to be the crux of the show on the Ralph Lamb side or the sheriff side, the rancher justice side of the show. Whereas with Savino and the 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 Savoy, it seems to be more personally motivated. You're, you're, the, I think the fans are more invested in that aspect of the show. That's just me. I'm more invested in that aspect of the show. It's more interesting. And then the the actual <laughs> fam's giving me that look like get it out negro get it out he is <laughs> the 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 rancher side is kind of blah so what you're trying to dry. say is you no know, what i'm saying is the rancher side is dry okay. and the casino side is what's the interesting part that is what is is keeps well, it's, me well it's vegas well it is vegas and and and, and not just that it's, it's just the fact that what interests me most on the rancher side is what happens in the personal relationships and we can actually go into that we can see that there was actually an issue with ralph lamb and his brother 
because of the issue with Mia. And that actually <laughs> relates right back to the casino or whatever. So the whodunit doesn't really relate back to the beef or the tension that has to do with Lamb and Savino. And it's not compelling enough, and there's not enough backstory because they have to share half of the show with what's going on with the casino in yeah. order for, I think, a, a viewer to be invested enough in these whodunits. These whodunits to me are like... Sometimes the whodunits are good, sometimes they're not. This one was just okay. It was very mediocre. But it had... <laughs> I have to be keeping yeah. it real. It was very mediocre to me, the storyline. Yeah, but it, yeah. had a, it had a lot of twists and turns, like like the newer shows where... You don't just discover that, you know, that this this a particular person is the killer. It's you think it's one person, then it's really not. So then you have to go to the next person, to the next person, to the next person. Then immediately, boom, you find out it was probably who it was when you in the very beginning. So that's kind of how um, the whodunits are on a lot of the shows today. So, mm. I, I mean, it works. It, it well, works. You know, I, ahead, I, I have to say really, really yeah, real quick that I guess with this particular episode, I not to say I knew, but I kind of knew that it was the wife who who was you know a part of the of the bopping off as as we can say of Merrick of mm-hmm. Merrick. Yeah, we find him and, in the cement mixer because mm-hmm. there were just like a couple of telltale signs of like how she reacted, you know, when she was in contact with you know the the sheriffs and stuff like that, and just like anytime she was on camera, she kind of had like these tells on her face, like I hope they don't find out. And, you know, I mean, like, like, so to me, like, this episode just wasn't as, it, it seemed a little, a little forced. The, the whodunit seemed a little forced, like, they were going through the, through the motions because, you know, they kind of wanted to throw you off, even though that wasn't necessarily what was going on. Because I think, like, that, you know, the, the Vegas viewers kind of knew that it was the wife that, you know, if she wasn't the one who did it, she had a hand in and doing she, it. And she knew, and then even when... When she came to the when she came to uh, to the mortuary to identify the uh, the scar the cut on mm-hmm, his chest, mm-hmm. she just didn't seem like a wife who's in mourning. That yeah, her husband, you know what yeah. happened? What happened to a weep or uh, a, yeah? You no know there was, a, a, there was nothing that showed that she, even a fake. Even, yeah, even like yeah. a fake whimper. No. She didn't. She didn't come with her purse, and she didn't have her gloves. She didn't have her um, her napkin or her anything that mm. showed like she was distraught that her husband died. I mean, do you really feel? I mean, just 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 you know, just thinking about it. Do you guys really feel that the whodunits are strong enough to keep the show moving? No, it doesn't. No. But it. I think that I think the whodunits work for what it does because you have the whodunits for the sake that he is his new sheriff, and so he you you get to see how how they work in the 1960s. Mm. So being that is 1960s, and we're almost at 2013. Correct. They're a little boring because when you watch shows like CSI and Castles and some of the other shows where mm-hmm. they go into all these in depth, you know, elaborate elaborate things. Yeah. You know, this is kind of simple. Just like when we, we, well, not me, you were yelling at Dixon because when Dixon was uh, looking at when he was chasing after the the burglar and he touched the key, <laughs> you're like, stupid, stupid, why you? It's not. Right. It, but it's not. It, it was. Yeah. It was dumb because but there was probably a fingerprint on that key. Like, he was going to touch it. But he's young. He's not a real cop. He he's straight out of high school. He hasn't had any training. It's 1960. Right. So you're you're yelling at him as if. We're in present in 2013. Based as well, like let a me CSI you, viewer. Well, well let, me, let me tell you why. Because why? 
Didn't Why? they use fingerprinting back in 1960? But they didn't even wasn't fingerprint it, wasn't, that, wasn't, that wasn't key, wasn't, though. Wasn't, in a, wasn't even a method? I mean, I guess he did have... A reason for why he grabbed the key and he says well, it's a brand new key so they spun it they spun it like this is a brand new key i would suspect that anybody who else would have this key would be it would be an older key mm. so this you know he, he tried to tie it back um some sort of way and i don't want to get too csi with it or whatever because obviously it's like night and day it's like sophistication and it's contemporary as opposed to 1960 and you may think that okay, it may be hard to think what the mentality was like when it comes to detail and the sensibility of somebody who's existing in that time because the writers of this show are not, I don't think, old enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, they might have been living at that time, but they may not have been adults mm-hmm. at that time. So, it, you know, it may be a little well, yeah, well, you know, hard to see know, every little sensibility about everything on the show. Just, go ahead, Nick. There's, there's, there's definitely a lot of give and take, you know, that that you can really kind of see with this show, and, and like I, I kind of see like where it's going is that you know, kind of like what Bam was saying is that this that the uh, the uh, who done it are just kind of like plots just to kind of because I, what I think is going on is that the writers kind of want to have two or three different plot lines going on at the same time. I agree. Yeah. You know, and then so it's like, okay, well, we got to do a, a whodunit. And so like, I think it's, it's just very, not it's like methodical, but just very kind of like the way that they have it's very structured. So like, you know, if we need a whodunit, we need this, and then we need something that leads back to the Savoy. And, ahead, then, ben, also, and then also, in um, regards to this whodunit, so you have this whole murder thing that, that, that went on. And then on top of that, so, you know, the... Um, Based off the whodunit, Dixon was now able to to cross over to Savino to help him because of the, that there was a burglar. So you have the whodunit, then you have you know Dixon now going over to the other side. Now he's uh, now he's going undercover at you know at um, at the Savoy, which was really, really for me that was very short lived. I, I was just I was I was just not not satisfied with that. I really felt like I really wanted to see based on how they built up his detection or detective skills and how Mm -hmm. he's so you know he has a lot of his dad's genes so Mm -hmm. he picks up on a lot of detail and he picks up on a lot of things that his dad would pick up on in fact he probably is a little better than his dad because he's probably learned and then he's taken it to the next level yeah the fact that his undercover work was so short-lived and then it was like and the we payoff didn't, we was didn't so see like a lot of it either. We yeah, didn't see it was a lot really of it like, under, come on, like get, 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 but, give Dixon a little more credit than that. Give him see, a little more. Also, I think it was just developing like something his, for the future. His character, okay. yeah. That's that's okay. really what what I what I think that was that that is. And I don't. And not only that. Not only should it have uh, uh, played out longer, but did um did ralph did his dad know that this even occurred like I yes was, i don't think you know, he knew it, it yeah. was it was so quick did his dad know about this well, you know where there had been tension with there like you know mm. his dad already oh you treated, mean as far as him going yeah, to be was yeah, he was his dad there no no it was so that quick was unanswered, it, it was yeah. so quick but uh, wasn't he in the no his dad no. was in the sheriff station wasn't he no or was no, that jack no, because, that was because his you know his dad was out working you know the the other the other case okay so you know like it was over his, his head essentially you know well, th- this is th- this is my thing okay when it comes to the show i really feel like the whodunits if they're gonna always have somebody get killed every episode make it all make sense to run full circle with the casino not be lightly related i disagree 
because it's otherwise it's boring. Otherwise, there's a, there's a a a a bunch of a crap load of detective work or sheriff's work that have nothing to do with murders, and it doesn't have it doesn't make it boring just because someone didn't get killed. I'm like, it's, if someone gets killed every episode, if there's a murder every episode. It's like, okay, like, you mean to tell me there couldn't be something that was more conspiratorial or something that's going on? Yeah, something else that, that goes doesn't have Vegas. to do with somebody getting killed that's illegal that comes in, they have to investigate, and mm. then it strings and it connects from one episode to the next to the next, and you're trying to figure out what it is that's going on. Now, and the only reason I, I say this is because, you know, we have shows like uh, Dexter or Homeland or shows like that that you're connecting dots from one episode to the next. It's yeah. not like, okay, there was a kid. Okay, we solved it. It's done. And and you have this whole big entity here, which is their main uh, prote- uh, antagonist, which is Savino and the Savoy in this mob, this mob presence mm-hmm. that is the main crux of why he even became the sheriff. Yeah. So not so all this peripheral BS. Basically, this is what of, I'm saying. Kind of what you're saying is that you you want stuff to to have like a storyline, maybe have like a three four episode arc to where there needs really to be more to arcs. Something yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah to it. That's yeah. exactly what I'm saying. So no, I I agree with with that. Right, and you then know. have it relate to the Savoy, and have it relate to like like okay, for example, let's talk about uh, Debbie Desmond. Okay. Okay, Debbie Desmond. She pops up with uh, with Johnny Rizzo, right? Yeah, but we haven't seen her. We, okay. we, we didn't see her last week. We haven't seen her last week. She pops up out of nowhere. She has a ring on her finger. Okay. Now, it was my opinion. Vinny should have took Johnny to the side way, like weeks ago, uh-huh. like two or three weeks ago. I said, look, I used to, me and her used to hook up back in Havana, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So now you know, whatever. Regardless of whether he did that or not. Okay. She shows up with the ring, and she's working for the FBI. Now, for me... <laughs> it was revealed later. It was revealed yeah, later. It was revealed later. She's we an find informant. Out. She's an informant for the FBI. The DA, the DA actually... Came has back. Been, came back. Had a, had a cameo appearance. It's some sketchy <laughs> shutdown gas station or yeah. somewhere out in the desert. <laughs> okay. It, to, to tell, it's all desert. To, exactly. To tell, to tell Savino this, right? Now... Now, my thing is this. I would rather the plot line had gone that the FBI had included Lamb and, sh- and, and the sheriff's station in on what was going on on this big plot to actually add meat to the arc of what was going on with mm-hmm. them trying to take down so, so, yeah, Savino and the casinos. Mm-hmm. That would make more sense to me as a viewer, as a fan. Mm. As a fan. Simply. So, not just it be a whole separate incident. I mean, it's cool. I don't mind them, you know, solving crimes on the side. You're going to do that as the sheriff. But I, I do think that the whole thing with um, the, the whole thing with her coming and she's engaged now to Rizzo. Again, it all ended too quick. So just let's kind of break this down. So she shows up, and Mia obviously is pissed that her dad is married to or about to be engaged to. Who Mia probably thinks is a floozy. I don't think Mia thought that. Well, the look on her face when he said that they were going to 
go and be together for Christmas, mm-hmm. she was stood left outside alone for a moment, um, for a minute before Jack. So she did kind of have a moment. Was like, well, damn, my dad's here. I thought we were gonna hang out. Oh, okay, he would her. So now she was kind of left to the side. So, damn, bam. you were old girl. Yeah. Damn, bam. <laughs> so, I know. I think you were being that's you you're being considerate and, and sensitive for Mia. I think I think she was just kind of for, for me. It kind of felt like oh well. She looked. I don't a, have anybody. That, okay, so I thought we we're gonna kick it. Okay. She looked a little bum until you know her boo thing showed up, but she still looked like boo okay. thing equals and show up. Jack yes, Lamb. he did. Yeah. Jack Lamb <laughs> with his ten gallon hat. On. Show up. Yes, he did. Shit kick Size fourteen boot. Exactly. <laughs> but, Size don't mean everything. But going back, going back to uh, going back to Diane Desmond. Everything happened too quick. So it was revealed that she was a part of the FBI. Then uh, Savino goes and starts kissing her and rips her shirt open to see if she has a, a wire. Then tells her, you know, you have you have less than you have a day to get out day, of here. The day to get out. And then when we see her again, she's laid out, injected. She's overdosed. She's killed. And Rizzo overdosed. and Rizzo says that he says to Savino, he says, um, um, "Once a junkie, oh, always a junkie." Right. And now. And he had that look in his eyes where his yeah. eyes were a little glassy. Whoever this, you know, I want to, I got to find this guy's name out. I, I know Alex looked him up uh, a few episodes back. This guy's a good actor. He is a good mm-hmm. actor, but I think we just found out that she was a part of the FBI. Now she's dead. Now she's gone. Now Rizzo, like everything. And she was able to get her cards. Remember they were having issues with her work card? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was like, you're able to work the work card thing out that quick? One phone call. One phone call? Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Like, really? Amazing things could happen from the inside. Like, yeah. if you if your work card issue was that big of a deal, why would you, if you knew you had people behind you to make that, that just means she just wasn't that bright. Mm-hmm. She wasn't that bright, too. I, you know, she was resting. A floozy. She was, a she was resting on her laurels of being sexy. You know, mm. it's kind of like, uh, you know, being with a woman that's really, really hot, but she's horrible in bed. And the reason she's really horrible in bed is because she thinks that you're going to get off on the fact that she's hot. She's hot. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't work like that. And I think she had that kind of mentality. She and didn't that, put in the effort. And that, it, you, right. Yeah. And she didn't have, and, and that, that hurt her mm. in the end. So that's why she ended up with a needle in her arm. And whether Johnny killed her or he made her kill herself or whatever, however that went down, mm. she went down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like the junkie she yeah, Like the junkie she was. <laughs> but on speak- that, she went off on that hair on. <laughs> <laughs> that's also, to you viewers out there, you have to buzzers, hair Ron Hair on. Is also known as heroin. <laughs> that's the technical name for it, heroin. The street name is hair on. But the real name is heroin. But not to be confused with heroin like uh, a female hero. And heroin. what you should know the correct uh, phonetical pronunciation of is the iTunes podcast. So make sure you guys go down <laughs> to iTunes and subscribe to the Vegas podcast. Subscribe to all your favorite uh, AfterBuzz TV shows and rate, comment, tell your friends about it. You know, let us know. Let us know what you hate. Let us know what you love. Like our show. Uh, if you like Daddy's, let him know that you like him. If you like Bam, let Bam know that you like him. Of course, if you like me and these amazing dimples that I have, then let me know. Wow. Uh, and we will definitely uh, give you a shout out and all that good stuff as well. So, I got right so, I got a way you can put those dimples to use. Anyway, I don't even, exactly. I don't even anyway, you know I got to give a shout out to Adam Carolla and and uh, his his Mangria. Um, but anyway, so let's talk about uh, <laughs> Savino recruiting Dixon. Let's let's go back to that because 
and his quick undercover stance. And his quick undercover Sheriff's stance. Sheriff's Department, stop. Right. He, he, <laughs> Sheriff's Department, stop. Like, is somebody really going to stop you yelling Sheriff's Department? You're running That's at them with, the a, youth. with a shimmery green <laughs> vest Tur- and a bow tie on. Right. Yeah, and a, and a name tag? Tony as a, t- as a name bro, tag. Bro, come on, bro. Right. Bro. He's not a bro. He's, bro a, he's a waiter. Broham. <laughs> Dude's not going to sign. You know what What, what bothered me is he's not Jack and he's not Ralph. You know, he's young. He's vibrant. He He's like the Robin. Of he could have slid under that damn uh, <laughs> gate. That was half. It was halfway that down. That dude was not more athletic than him. Okay, he could have slid up under that and kept going. And the way that they shot that was a little unbelievable for me because I thought I would have thought naturally he would have slid under the gate, chased the guy. He could have he could have caught that dude. Mm. Totally. Based on how he was shot. And based off the fact that he's big and strong and he could take out. Big, strong, fast. He could have caught that dude. Yeah. That dude wasn't more virile than he was. I mean, based yeah. on what we saw. Now, forgetting that, let's go to him be, being the star detective for Savino, Savino rewarding this guy. <laughs> Let's talk about the, the rewards. The uh, sweet life. Of being a mafia the sweet darling. Life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mafia darling. He rewarded him with so, the hotel key. So do you think Savino, do you think that Savino is looking at this as an opportunity to seduce him into that lifestyle? Possibly. Mm. Bam, what do you think? I don't think he's trying to seduce him. I think he was impressed by the fact that not only did he hand him the, not only did Dixon hand Savino the key, but he also had to arrest the guy. So he was impressed. And did he arrest somebody? Yeah, yeah. He like it was. It was all taken care. Of. Like by the time he spoke with Savino, it was taken care. Yeah. Of. And so okay. he was so. Oh, impre- that's right. You're right. So he was so impressed. He went over and grabbed the key. I think that he was giving him an, a, a reward that a young person would want. A suite. You can have girls in there. I just think it was a sign of appreciation. And we know he's all about the girls. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, he does have his eye on him thinking like, hmm, you know, okay. I, could, I, could use, I could use you again right. for, um, to, to, to be an See, undercover. What is, what is, that's this a good is, point, Bam. What, do you, what do you think, what I think. I mean, that was great. Yeah, that is I, a great I, point. I, I what like do you, that, you think um, in your Christmas order? I, <laughs> <laughs> I actually I got thinking, the sweater for, for Christmas, too, actually. Okay, just for you people out there really quickly that don't think California gets cold, it's Southern California, and Dude, it's it, freezing. It gets, it's, freezing. It's my, like my grandmother used to say, it's cold as a, a witch's out here. <laughs> I told us the witches. I just said. I just said. That's that what my grandmother yeah. used to say. I was actually anyway. thinking. I was thinking Bill Cosby. I mean, I just way. want to give you the jello pudding. Anyway, either way, it keeps me warm. Okay, so um, then, go ahead. What What I think? I think that that Savino is. You know, he's not necessarily like luring in. You know, uh, Dixon, but like he's he's kind of like letting him know. But you know, because like what, what he says, like you know, like things look like different from a different perspective or whatever. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you know, he's he's definitely showing him that you know there's things that can be done if you know like you work with me or you work for me. And so like I, I kind of think that he's thinking, okay, I could possibly you know hip pocket uh, Dixon and you know ha- put him on payroll. And he may be someone that I can use as as a pawn to again with this chess match that he's doing with uh, with Ralph. Ralph. Yeah. Okay. Well, for me, I saw Vince take an opportunity that he saw at the station because because he can see that Dixon is not exactly happy 
where he's at, where his dad has him. He's kind of like a pencil pusher mm. over there. His dad really doesn't want him getting his back, shooting people. You know, because remember episodes ago <clears throat> when they went at home. Yeah, he had to cap somebody to save his dad's, yeah. save his dad, and you know have his Stay dad's back. Spot. You know, instead of Ralph as a as a father looking at it like, oh my gosh, thank God my son was there. He's looking at my dad. My son shouldn't have been there to begin with. Yeah, because he doesn't want to put his son in danger, which is what a, a, a normal parent would think. And Dixon doesn't see it that way, obviously, because he's young. He wants to prove himself. Whatever, blah blah blah. So Vince was able to capture take advantage and what i saw was an opportunity that vince was just trying to take advantage capitalize on he was trying to capitalize off of what what dixon was not happy with or an opportunity for himself it was probably a little more of let me you know give an opportunity to this kid maybe i'll gain some points over here to get them more in my pocket because he's a finesser Mm. Vince is a finesser. He's he's not like a Johnny Rizzo. He's a fin- I mean, this dude just off his fiance, Johnny Rizzo. He's not. You know, Vincent is not that kind of mobster. Yeah, he, Johnny Rizzo is more like pound him out. Exactly. And Vince is kind of like he yeah. wants it smooth. So if things could be done without any drama, without any dirt, he would prefer for it to be done that way. Which is which we we, we blah, 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 which is what we have established. Yeah. Um, so far. So to me, it looked like an opportunity. And I think he took a little further by liking to show this guy, showing this kid like, oh, this kid, you got some potential and blah, blah, blah. To me, it was a little bit of a thank you slash seduction. Now, that's just me. Okay. He used him to his advantage because $10,000 got stolen. Is $10,000 breaking the bank at that casino? Nah, no, not even close, whatever. But he but did lose $2 million last week. He did. So yeah. that's $2 million, 10,000. 10, yeah. But we're, this week we're talking about 10000 Yeah. So it's like, let's see if the kid can do something about this and see if he blah, blah, blah. He has a little skill in town. And let me see. And then, okay, you might like it over here. And he had a little small talk with him before he put him to work. It was like, you might be good. I might be able to. It was like saying I might be able to use you, Mm -hmm. so to speak, even though he didn't use those exact words. Right? Yeah. So the next thing you know, he's out there doing his job. And he was very quick at, he was very smooth at seducing him because remember that, Dixon challenged him a couple weeks ago and was threatening to knock his block off. Mm-hmm. So he knows he's not dealing with a punk kid. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if he's Lamb's son, he's not a punk kid. Yeah, he's, a very, he's a very feisty he's kid. He's a feisty and kid. He's very, he ones that, you know, wants, wants. I, I feel that Dixon is definitely like the, the type who wants to seek action and like kind of wants to see things all the way through. You know, so he'll he'll work and he'll scrap it out and do whatever he, he needs to do to find that end all be all. So you know, we can dust this off and throw this in the uh, books. Just exactly. like just like he was destined to have that party, the Christmas party, in which the yeah. roof said that they were not able to have Christmas parties. So he took advantage. He originally did not. He he originally declined wanting to use his suite, but he was like, okay, well, I can't have a party in the the police station. I'm going to bring the party to the suite, and that's what he did. And and let the Savoy cater it. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and and what what was funny about that is that Savino's so used to getting his way. He said, look, I did this for you. Go ahead and take advantage of this. He thinks the kid's automatically going to take it, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then you see Dixon's, you know. Morals. His, or his, right. Or his, his, his laurels. It's, yeah. it's like getting, you know, he had a little plight going on. I was like, yeah. uh, do I, uh, it's like, I can't do it. Like, I'm, I'm no, this is a little above my pay grade. Like. <laughs> 
Okay. If it was Jack, it might have been a different story. But see, the thing is, everything is relative. Like, if that would have been Ralph or if that would have been Jack, it would have been that kind of favor would have meant something deeper mm. than just offering it to Dixon. Speaking of offering, can we go a little back into the whodunit and go into the whole church thing? Because sure. what I found was speaking really, of offering. What, no, speaking <laughs> of offering. What I found interesting with again as we were uh, speaking about how sometimes a whodunit doesn't really come together. So the woman, she's a pastor. The yeah. preacher. The preacher. Yeah. Yeah. She's a she's a former junkie and whatever and so now she's his pastor. I don't recall women especially in the 60s being not only a pastor but she's a, a pastor in a segregated church cuz there was black people in there I saw black people in there they're mm-hmm. singing is real you know church of god in christ pentecostal and so you have you saw the Kojic on the side of the window the Kojic, yeah. so I didn't see that but you can just tell by the the type of how they right, were singing that song and the music yeah. it was very that wasn't baptist that was very pentecostal church of god in christ so she's a woman she's a she's a pastor she's a woman and it's a segre- and it's a and it's and it's um and it's mixed with with blacks and whites mm-hmm. and this is all in the 60s but I'm not, you're the history major, but but something doesn't quite seem right. But that church was like way out in the yeah, desert. The, see, the so thing it, about the church was it had a tone of leading those that were far like astray. Mm-hmm. You know, there are those churches that is like you're not even good enough to come to this church. Yes. Okay, and then the, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yes, we are. Uh, okay, and then celebrity churches, and you guys so and so. Shut up, Nick. <laughs> and then there are the churches, and then and then there are the churches that the people who can't go to those churches start. Yeah, that was that church, doorfront or store storefront church. Yeah, right, that was the church of the people who weren't allowed because they didn't weren't felt good enough to go to the regular church. Yeah, they, and, that's the church because remember she had said she was a junkie. Yeah. I mean her her mom her mama gave put dope in her. <laughs> bottle yeah to keep her quiet i mean because she, her daddy was a performer they just had dope in there before breakfast they the, even had, he had they it before had breakfast yeah, after yeah. the show and before breakfast he had his fix and then her mom used to put a little dope in her bottle to keep her quiet at night when she was a baby so mm. sugar that smacks. was part of that, that was exact sugar smacks <laughs> <laughs> wonderful play on words by nicholas purdue <laughs> gotta love it so okay, I, yeah. Okay, go I ahead, see. Bam. Good point. So yeah, yeah. so so it, it seemed like a quote unquote reject church. There was like five people in the church, which most of those little storefront corner store churches normally have like right. four or five people. It was like five people, and and, and she, it's all normally family, and they're all saying right. Yeah. yeah. So that's what it seemed like. I thought it was actually uh, that was probably one of the more uh, telling historical or cultural background things that they've portrayed in this episode that I kind of like because a lot of people don't aren't really familiar with that culture of church going yeah or church giving or church establishment and the last words that she said to um that she said to lamb was she said you know the doors always open you know sheriff and he looked like he had it, that look like but the way she would the way she said it to him it didn't come off godly to me. <laughs> it was very well. The reason it didn't come off godly is because, to me, it came off like you know you need to have your ass in church. Because mm-hmm. even though you're righteous, you're not right. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, you're righteous, point. but you're not right. Yeah. Like you do, you follow the law, but you ain't right. And I could see through you. Exactly. It was like a grandmama in a young yeah. body. She was kind of hot, actually. I was kind of hoping that he would hook I up. I didn't with her. get that. You didn't think she was kind of hot? No, 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 no. I went, you know, when she was saying to. Hot preacher. To, to I go to church every that. Sunday. Bible study on Wednesdays. <laughs> Children's church on Deacon, Thursdays. Deacons meeting. Deacons meeting on Tuesdays. I'd be at church meeting. just like my boy Dante, like Everybody four or five meeting. times a week. <laughs> Choir rehearsal. Choir rehearsal. Everybody. I'd be the head of the band. And that was my preacher. <laughs> but no, I mean, you know, I, I think that she may have, you know, like kind of like we said, like it wasn't all godly. I feel like like she she may have had some ulterior motives. Like I would like to see you in church because I like to get to know you a little. Better. That's what I took. Like it as. that's that's kind of the way she said it. If, it if we that. see her again, you know, then we may see something happen. But I don't think we'll, we'll see her again. In no, we won't. I, did, I, I took it based on like a like a reality check for him, and that's how I took it as. Like I think this, that's this the way it was the, supposed to be, but, but like the way that it was like and the way she was looking. On, yeah, she well, was, maybe because the actress really wants to hook up with Dennis Quaid. Now and it just came out in the character. Yeah. I don't think, it might have. I don't think that's what it was meant to be. Imitating life, but I, I don't yeah. think that was what it was meant. I think that she was, because the reaction he had was like. A very stoic. It was like, very you know, like, like. Yeah, I need to. I need to go to. I need to, I need to, I need to be in church. <laughs> I need to like, He had this look right. on his face. When he looked, when she said that, and he looked. I thought he looked. It's kind of. I took it as when people say the same stuff to me where they make those kind of statements. And I'm just like. Hmm. Okay. Walk away. No, I I think he he really thought about it though, Bam. Like I I, I, I did like too. like cause mm-hmm. like he he had this look in his in his face where he was like, you know what, you're right, but it's not gonna be today. Like, like that's right. that's that's kind of exactly. kind of what it was. He's like, that, like you're right. Like I'm gonna get to it, but it's not gonna be today. Exactly. You and know, and that's exactly how I felt about it. I felt like he knows he needs to to get right. Right. He's right, but he's not righteous. He's not all the way Before right. I said he's righteous, but he's not right. But y'all know it's the same thing. He can't be both at the same time. Anyway. At the yeah. same At the same damn time. Can't be <laughs> right at the same damn So let's talk about me. this relationship real me. quick. Well. Yeah. I just want to talk about me. I was going to talk about Jack and Mia. Let's talk about Jack and Mia. So, but, but I want to talk about Ralph and Jack getting into it. Over. Over Mia. Mia. Over his... You know, his pursuance and his, you know. His little tweet, tweet. Right, right, right. (laughs) Right, right, right. Tweet, tweet. Right, right. Go ahead, man. When when Ralph confronted his brother, Jack, I felt that he was confronting him more so out of jealousy. More so than what his, what, I, I felt like that was his real intention. Like, yeah. You shouldn't be dating her because it's the boss's. Um, it's the the what did he say? It's the um the mob boss's daughter. Yeah, I I get that, and and he's right. He shouldn't, but I think that he also sees that his brother's happy, and let's be honest, he's not happy. He's 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 not in a relationship, and so I feel like it's more kind of envy. Like, wow, okay, my brother has potentially found someone. And I feel it's kind of um, oh Sarah Jones Sarah right mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's her name mm-hmm. she's it, hot yeah. it's it's I feel it, I don't like blondes I don't like you know that's not that I don't I, like I don't I do not like blondes take it how I can get it that's just not my style <laughs> blondes are not my you know well whatever I can't even say that blondes brunettes redheads whatever let me not discriminate I don't discriminate rainbow in general 
But typically, you know, I can see a blonde is hot. I can see there's tons of hot blondes. But for me, Sharon Stone, it has to come with a swagger. Sharon Stone has that swagger. Madonna. Sarah Jones has that swagger. Madonna has that. It's a swagger that that I Sarah like Jessica that Parker. comes along with that blondness that has to. Sarah Jessica. Kim Cattrall. Sarah is too nice. She doesn't have Kim a swagger. Kim Cattrall. Kim yes. Cattrall has it. Yeah. Jessica, uh, Sarah is too nice. But going back, but she's sweet. I kick it with her. Like she's like a homegirl. She's like a homegirl that I would have. Kesha, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, back to <laughs> back to but, the, back but, to the brothers fighting. Yeah, but but, but 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 I I feel like based on what what Jack has done and sacrificed, and I don't want to say he sacrificed. He probably hasn't sacrificed because it's not something you think about when it's your family and your friends. It's not something you think about. You, Sometimes it depends on what it is. But you know, he buried. He's you know he he put it all out there. Look, I raised your son. I buried your wife, and I raised your, I, and I had and I and I took care of your business. While you were away. Mm. And to me, that digs deeper into Ralph's character as having some demons that make him not so righteous. Right. And I, I want to I delve further into that because to me, like, that shows more of an assimilation and more of a, a likelihood and a brotherhood that is very similar to what happened in the cabin when he had Savino locked down to the block. And it was just him and Savino out mm-hmm. there. These guys are cut from the same cloth from different backgrounds. To me. Mm-hmm. They've both been the rules, but they both do it within reason. Right. So I believe this is why there hasn't been some kind of explosion. And in another life, these guys will probably be best friends. Yeah. But just based on what the circumstances are, they're not. But they're the same guy. They're just on different sides, but they're the same dude. So I'm not the biggest fan of Ralph. Me personally. I like his one-liners, but in <laughs> I rather a guy, I rather a guy who is stuck in a bad situation try to make the best out of it than a guy who is in a great in a in a, in a cool situation bend the rules just because he can. Because he has, because he has the power to do so. Because to me, that's an abuse of power. So now I'm looking at Ralph like, eh, well, I'm not so impressed with your character. Mm-hmm. Not the character of Ralph Lamb, but your the character of you the as character a that Ralph Lamb has. The character yeah. that Ralph Lamb, as opposed to Vinny, Vincent Savino. To me, I, I appreciate his character more because he's doing the best. And making the most situation. of what he's yeah. doing with his situation yeah. to legitimize him and his people and to bring some kind of honor to what they stand for. Mm. He doesn't run the law. He's not whatever. He doesn't want to be burying bodies out there. He's not some crook. He just wants to make yeah. money. He wants, to, he wants to, and it's not even about money. To me, it's about establishing a secure future for his family and He's, the families that he's connected to future, so they don't have to be deemed as these crooked, dark, dirty, evil, dirty yeah. people. And, and which I can appreciate. 
And it also more than a rancher that just doesn't want a, a plane to fly over his ranch from the west. And it also just goes to show that Ralph is somewhat selfish. He's very selfish because he is selfish, and that kind of pissed me off, to be honest with you. And and then the whole theme of with the uh, of, of what the guys. preacher the preacher uh, lady said about how you know anytime you know our doors always open you know so I guess in in essence she can't see that he has issues and that he's and that he's going through things and that he also doesn't want to recognize it recognize that which is why I think it was good that his brother Jack caught him out on it because what can you say after you know you're trying to tell me that I can't do something yet I've done this 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 right so he's mm. he's kind of selfish and he's kind of stuck into his own world and you know and maybe eventually at some point we'll kind of figure out why he's like this I think the only thing that's going to – we could talk about this in predictions, but the only thing that's going to help really break him out of that is going to be his relationship with uh, Catherine. Yeah, she's going to probably – The AD. She's the only one that's going to be able to soften him to to help him see how how unbalanced he is Mm -hmm. in his views of situations and how he deals with his family, how he deals with Dixon, how he deals with Jack, even how he deals with himself. This guy had the nerve, like, to punch – Savino, the guy's already handcuffed. He's not a violent guy. He's not an abrasive guy. He punched this guy while he's handcuffed, can't defend himself, all because he's t- trying to get to know him about his wife. He's like, look, I'm trying to, like, basically to me, it he's was a like, little high strung. He's a little high strung. And that Batman voice has got to go. Like, he lost it last episode, but this episode, he came back. And I really didn't appreciate it. I think he needs to go back to his regular you voice. You know what's interesting? Um, Dennis Quaid's character he's like this tough badass guy his character is almost like an older version of Michael Chiklis character from S.H.I.E.L.D. you know the tough guy who just couldn't you know would never admit his faults Mm -hmm. interesting there was a movie and I don't know what movie it was that Michael Chiklis was in when he had hair and it was with uh, Burt Reynolds I just saw it there was a clip of it on uh I was watching a movie. Hmm. <laughs> this is horrible. I was watching a movie. I can't remember what movie it is. Was it ba- was it Bandit? Bad Bandit? Uh, I, I, no, no, no. It was a movie that had a TV in the background with somebody watching this movie. Oh, so you were watching the movie and they were watching no, the movie. They were watching that scene mm-hmm. and Burt Reynolds beat a guy, hit, you know, like comboed a guy. And Michael Chiklis was in the scene. He was young, a lot younger, and he was skinny, and he had hair on his head. You could see he was losing some hair on the top, but he still had hair on the top, and he had hair. He had hair. Mm, and he was like, you could tell it was like, it was an old movie. You know, Burt Reynolds was the man, so it was an old movie. Tweet um, us, Michael. Yeah, tweet us, us, Michael. Let us Michael, know. Let us know what film that was. I'm not going to look it up on was. IMDb right now. I'll have the answer for you guys. Next week, I should have looked it up when I was watching the movie, but I was into the film. No, and I just happened to notice that's Michael Chiklis. It won't be Will next Bert week. Reynolds. It won't be next week, brother. We'll It'll be after next after episode. Christmas, I didn't mean next week. I meant break. next episode. Really quick, do we want to talk about Jason and Mia's relate? I keep calling them Jack and Mia's relationship. They got together, and then yeah, she he to- he actually like he manned up, took it. He didn't take it, but he was you know he was oh, he took it. <laughs> She was like, this is not going to work. Actually, yeah, we can, we can talk about that for, like, really quickly. He took, like, he sent her a gift, and then I, I felt like she should have been like, why you all in my business? When her dad was like, well, who was that from? She was like, oh, this is just from somebody who's trying to become a performer here at the hotel. I feel, I feel like she should have been like, dad, shut up. Like, no, I get my own mail. It's her dad. She should have been, 
I'm not saying she had to say that in those she words. She should, should have been a little more assertive. Like, more, yeah. uh, I get my own mail. Yeah. Like, I get my own. I have a position here. I'm a grown woman. I'm a grown woman. Like, I get, dude, yeah. back off, bro. If I was 14, then you could ask me questions. If but it was now. something that pertained to the hotel or something was really cracking off, I would let you know. Like, chill out. <laughs> Type fair, of thing. Fair enough. I mean, that she, to me is that to me. I, she, she I feel like she's strong off, enough. Though. To me, I felt like to, to me that says that she's really more scared of her character. I mean, scared of her dad than that character has really established. To me, that's not mm. consistent with the character. To me, her character is stronger than that. Not but, to where but, she but, would. But is it also respect that she has for her for her father? It has still. nothing to do with respect. Not for that character. I mean, that character, she has, that girl has a, a, a titanium Wolverine backbone. I understand that, but there are some people, and no matter how strong you can be uh, with certain people, you are. Because that's her father. Yeah. Like, if, if, if it was like, you know, a brother, like someone who is her equal, but this is her father. So, because like at the end of the day, he's her daddy. You know what I mean? So, so she she still has that like I'm just saying, he's my the, father I mentality. Get I get that, but in the manner that he asked, to me, it was kind of like she didn't have to give him that big of a BS answer. Yeah, to me, like she could have said, "Oh, it's nothing. It's just something to do with the hotel." Like blah, blah, blah. she was like, "Oh, I," you know, she made up a full excuse. It was like a full excuse, mm. a full lie. Like, but dude, what is not that, that serious to me? That's to me that wasn't consistent with her character. What what did that to me. lead into when uh, we we saw the uh, the knock on the door in her hotel room? I mean, she told she told Jack, you know, I I can't mess with you, Jack. It's not gonna happen. Our families and your families. Our families, our families. Blah 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 blah. We We're got good it, It's basically the uh, it's but, like Romeo and Juliet. But see, also because you know, she said, you know, who who the my Montagues, father is. The, the what in the Montagues? What was the other family? Capulets. The and Capulets and the Montagues. Montagues. Yeah. That's basically what we've got going on. So, but then because she also said, you know, who and with who my father is, and he's like, I'm not afraid of your father. And then she said, you you should be. So that also kind of leads and ties back to what we were talking about earlier. Earlier, of when she has, she still has that. This is my father, so she still puts him it's on a. It's on not a, the fact. Pedestal. Well, it's not the fact she puts him on a pedestal. It's the fact that he's a crazy mf. He is crazy, but he's also her, her father. Though, like at the end of the day, yeah, he's and her she, father. Right, he's her father, and she's like, I'm stuck with this crazy mobster as my dad, and he will do something, and I don't want to. I think she's just really afraid with Jack that she's gonna fall in love with him. I think she I already think has. She, yeah. I, th- I think she's she well, she I don't know if she's fallen in love with him yet, but she sees the potential. She hasn't fallen hard yet. She hasn't fallen hard, but she knows that the, she the, can. the door is open. Let me put that. Exactly. The door is open. She knows that she can fall and fall for him hard. Yeah. And once that happens, and say her dad doesn't take kindly to that and decides to ha- bury him in a shallow grave in the desert somewhere, she's gonna be. She's the kind of girl that loves hard. Yeah. And that may not be good for business. It, it obviously wouldn't be good for business as far as the dad is concerned or whatever, blah, blah, blah. They can have their whatever over here on the side, but it will really be hard because next thing you know, there's pillow talk and things are sides are compromised. So she knows how this there's works. There's a lot of gray area. There's a lot of gray area. But, but the thing that I appreciated that the writers did, Vegas writers, 
at Vegas underscore writers or I, I think it's just Vegas writers. It's just Vegas writers. Sorry, forget the underscore. It's just at Vegas writers on Twitter. Is that they made Jack man up, be a man, and said no, it's not going to go down like that. And he took her and he he grabbed her. He knows she has feelings for him and he has feelings for her. He grabbed her and kissed her. I don't care about your dad. Like, forget your dad. And that's what every woman wants to no matter how hard she is, no matter what her background is, that's what a woman wants to hear. She still a wants, wants to feel, she wants like, to feel a woman. like she wants to feel like a woman. She wants to feel protected. She wants to feel like a man will stand up to her daddy and be able to protect her and take it to the next level. I agree. At there the end of the go. day. So uh let's go into news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. So the news is Vegas. CBS, CBS, I'm proud of you. This is coming from Thaddeus Massey, host of Vegas on After Buzz Television, Bam Erickson, Nicholas Perdue, and on behalf of Alex Salem, who's absent tonight, we are proud of you, CBS, for keeping this number one ranking on Tuesday nights for the uh, 10 p.m. time slot. The show is good. We want you, the writers to tweak the whodunits a little bit, tweak the plot lines of... You know, Ralph Lamb in the family a little bit. But other than that, everything is good. Still number one. Still number one in our hearts and still number one for the for the rest of uh, the show. What do you guys think? You guys got any news or gossip? I have a fact. A fun fact. Uh, Nicholas has yeah, a fun yeah, fact. Go ahead with your fun fact, Nick. Uh, since 1993, there has been 14 hotel implosions. So, you know, every time, like, they, you know, buy some land or whatever and build a new hotel, mm-hmm. they'll implode an old hotel, like the Sands Hotel, the Frontier Hotel, or, like, um, the Stardust, mm-hmm. you know, and they'll, you know, like, raise all that and they'll, you know, be put new hotels. And so I just thought that was kind of cool since they were, you know, doing construction in this episode. Okay. Okay. Mm. Bam. Mm. The um, we reported Vegas had been picked up for a full season of 22 episodes. Yes, and so two weeks ago they dropped it from 22 episodes to 21 episodes. And people on okay, interesting people on the um, on the media sites are making a big deal about it, saying you know is the show on the verge of being canceled because although it's the number one, uh, it's number one in a time slot. You know, of actors of of, of the calibers of Michael Chiklis and um, Dennis Quaid. and Dennis Quaid. You know, 10, 11 millions is not good enough. And I'm like, well, that's kind of silly because, I mean, people, there's there's not like 25, 26 million viewers that are watching shows with all the different shows. Like, mm-hmm. it's a number one. I don't know why they're making a big deal. Maybe there's... Why would they just drop it one episode, though? That doesn't make any sense to me. Like, timing. if you're going to drop it, like, drop it like yeah. three or four episodes. Don't drop it one episode. Maybe, Otherwise, just leave it 22 episodes. Maybe there's going to be... Maybe budget or maybe... Um, Maybe the scheduling. Maybe, you know, you never know. Yeah, basketball so or something. Maybe you know they had to cut off an episode because oh. of the NCAA. So it's for Omarion's comeback, uh, comeback concert. Anyway, touch, 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 touch. If that concert makes BET, I will be surprised. MMG. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Let's just go into predictions really quickly so we can get out of here. And get to next week, next episode. Predictions. Predictions for the following episode. Nicholas Perdue, a.k.a. Nick Perdue, a.k.a. Nick Perdue. Go. My only prediction uh, really is that I think that uh, Jack and Mia will, um, well, Jack will have to really, like, fight 
for me. Like something's gonna happen. He's gonna have to stand up to uh, Rizzo, and um, that's it. That's really all, really all I got. Okay, that's all I got. I see more rebel rebellious coming from ba- Dixon. Go Bam. Oh, Bam speaking. Bam speaking. I think there will be more rebel from Dixon, and we'll maybe see him cross over to the side of Savino, maybe help him some more against his dad uh, against his dad's wishes. Okay. I see. This is Thaddeus speaking. I think you guys know that. <laughs> Boy, that liquor good, huh? Oh, damn it. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put you on blast like that. Put me on blast like what? I do. I lick her good. <laughs> <laughs> he has a liquor license. I lick her good. I lick her license like Denzel on training day. So, <laughs> I think that Vanessa Shaw is going to become a boss. And her and she's going to develop a plot line to, to bump off uh, Johnny Rizzo. Because she, he's a threat. He's a, as long as he Johnny Rizzo is around, he's a threat to Vinny's existence. Uh, is Diane Desmond? Is she really dead? She's dead. Yeah, she 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 whacked. Okay, and then so then my last one would be: d- uh, Does Rizzo know that uh, Savino smashed his wife or fiance? No, and he never will. And he probably never will. All right. The more you know. The more you know. So you can roll it, Martin. Or not. There it goes. <laughs> that doesn't mean what I meant to roll. You guys can call us anytime. Two five, I'm sorry, 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. I know I'm telling you at the end of the episode, but uh, Sir Richard Wentworth told you at the beginning of the episode. So I'm just reiterating what he was saying and letting you guys know Ooh, from there. All right. I am your host, Thaddeus Massey, and where can we find you, uh, gentlemen? You can find me all over the internet, uh, at the Nick Purdue. All over the internet, huh? All over the internet. X2? Everywhere. You'd be surprised. Pornhub? You'd be surprised. <laughs> Slim dick? Some, some strange, but a little piece Will of shit. <laughs> right. And you can find me <laughs> only on Twitter and Instagram. At uh, Bam Erickson, B-A-M-M-E-R-I-C-S-E-N. And you can find me at Club Thaddeus on Twitter, C-L-U-B-T-H-A-D-D-E-U-S. Catch me here on the next episode of uh, CBS's Vegas. And uh, anywhere else on AfterBuzz, go to AfterBuzz.com and uh, find any one of us and any other of our other shows there. You can find us. All right, so Thanks we'll see you, see you guys in 2013. From 2013. Bing.com, Happy executive holiday. producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Buzz. 